Welcome to Growth, the podcast dedicated to growth and empowerment. I am Aylin, your host, advocating for entrepreneurship, leadership, and professional development. We invite you to listen and take part in conversations that empower and experiences of success that inspire. Someone to hold the space for them, meet them where they are, listen to them when no one else does, because everyone else is trying to create noise and be heard too and you know having the space to observe and reflect and properly digest and take the moment to listen is what sometimes people need from a leader yeah, and mentor sometimes 100%. so today we have the pleasure to get into know paola a people leader and passionate advocate for health and well-being hello hello hi paola <laughs> hey maylin I'm really happy to be here with you. Hi, thank you very much. Um, I'm so happy to be here as well and excited to learn more from you. So uh, let's get started. So in your beginnings in professional career, uh, we would love to hear about your professional beginnings. How did you get started uh, on this career path? Well, I guess I can take it way back to being a Montessori student, <laughs> my original alma mater, if you will. Um, from an early point, I was fascinated by emotions, why people are the way they are, um, other cultures and perspectives, and this general curiosity of what else is out there. And I vividly remember being about six or seven years old, doing lots of world maps and placing the flags on the countries and naming their capital cities. That is I, so cute. <laughs> I know. I really liked it. And I also remember in fifth grade being asked to be tested to be part of the gifted and talented mm -hmm. group. Um, and normally this is something that parents ask for, but I was the one that wanted this for myself. Um, I guess I wanted more and I passed the test after two tries, so I didn't pass initially. Um, and then when I was in middle school, the GT kids, as they were called, were put in this block of three periods into, um, into one. So instead of having individual classes, it was all one where we covered literature and social studies and English. Um, we learned about Greek mythology, Mesopotamia, and even some Latin. Um, so I really, I really loved that, and it made my curiosity and mind really happy. Mm -hmm. um, I did graduate, you know, from high school early in three years, and then I left El Paso at that time to go to university, where I also quickly graduated in three years. Um, I studied bilingual communications with a focus on Hispanic journalism. I think because I always I always enjoyed writing mm -hmm. and taking a backseat, so to speak, so I could simply just observe people, um, which I'll talk about more in a little bit on how that personality trait can shape a type of leadership yes. style. Yes, yes. Um, yes, that is a really nice uh, going back into like what your real, like your groundings, you're bringing, right? Like what made Paola now, right? Like the really from when you were a kid. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about how was your move or your, um, yeah, how was moving abroad from being in El Paso, being in Texas, and then coming, come, uh, traveling abroad and actually setting here? Yeah, so, um, yeah, when I moved away from El Paso when I was 17, 
And I've never gone back since. I think just, again, my curiosity to see what else is out there has, you know, never left. And once I found the chance to to move around and travel, I, I did. Um, I was living in San Antonio um, for five years where I, you know, went to university and then started working there for a couple of years. And then I found... Um, Like I said, I decided to leave it all behind and I moved to Germany. Um, never, if you would have told like my even 19-year-old self, <laughs> you're one day going to be, <laughs> yeah, we are one day going to be living in Germany and actually really loving it. I would have said like, you are crazy. Um, <laughs> so it's, you know, this is something that has always been very prominent with me in so many phases in every phase of my life is that there's more to life than what you think there is mm -hmm. um and that just having that always in the back of my mind lets me experience things experience more of what life has to offer than than just what we think is in front of us you yeah. know and having that open mindset it just really it keeps you it keeps you very alive i would say um I'm very grateful for, you know, I've been living here in Berlin on and off for eight years. Um, I've also managed to travel so, you know, so much more again, like making my, you know, elementary self dreams come to life, oh, seeing the, the, the countries oh. <laughs> that I would place flags on, like actually seeing them and getting to meet the people from there. And even, you know, when I was a coach, like getting to work with people from, Southeast Asia and Europe and it's just been um I never thought that I would be here in this point in my life and I'm very grateful that it turned out the way that it yes. that it did and it's it's a it's it's nice to look back um yes. at everything that's happened and oh, yeah. all the people that have made it into my life as well um good people that are here to stay <laughs> So could you share some of the um, some of the key milestones in your career that have led you to where you are today? Yeah. So for the last 10 years, I've been in client facing roles and maybe I should say more people facing roles, always dealing with being the one to have to be talking to people, um, managing, expect managing and setting mm. expectations. Um, this has been working in agency settings Um The last five and a half years, I've been working at the same company um, while also honing, again, those people and emotional intelligence skills, um, which are called soft skills. But I think they're like the thing that really you could be really good technically. But if you don't have those skills to really know how to deal and be with people, um, that can become make it set you apart from mm -hmm. from others yeah um i've earned a life coaching certification and i was able to mentor some amazing people from around the world and i'm currently in the last stages of completing an advanced hypnosis certification so again always dealing with so many different types of people having those tools available in my toolkit yep. um, allows me to meet them where they are and have better conversations and even relationships too i think also um Just moving abroad, um, leaving it all behind, if you will, was a huge milestone, um, a personal milestone, but also it affected my career because it allowed me to really find myself, uh, be really honest with myself, um, 
which helped me become more picky about who and what I want in my career. Yes. Um, helping me hone in on bringing my love for health and well-being into the workplace mm -hmm. and not being ashamed or embarrassed of it um, and really giving it the space and importance it deserves. Yeah, and also like finding yourself like this is what you want to do. So now going into leadership. Um, so can you describe your leadership style in a few words or phrases? I would say the thing that comes to mind is quiet confidence. Mm -hmm. um, many people before have said this to me before. Um, I usually take a back seat and observe, as I mentioned before. Yeah. And while the stereotype of someone in a leadership position may be, you know, the loudest and most extroverted person, I think that's just one of many types of mm -hmm. leaders that we can have. Um, my type is more introspective, deep thinker, maybe borderline like philosophical. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that gives, you know, having the space to observe and reflect and properly digest and take the moment to listen is what sometimes people need from a leader yeah, and mentor sometimes. 100%. Someone to hold the space for them, meet them where they are, listen to them when no one else does because everyone else is trying to create noise and be heard too. And um, some again, it, someone just, people sometimes just need to have that one person mm -hmm. listen to them and, and care after them. Yeah, yeah, and it that's core to what leadership is. No, like don't like it's the opposite of a manager, like telling you what to do. And uh, a leader is the one who listens, the ones who takes care of you, the ones who's also your mentor, who kind of decides, helps you decide what's best for you as well. Um, so, what are some of the key values and principles that guide you, that guide your leadership approach? Um, I would say. Maybe taking it back to like, based on the experiences that I've had, mm -hmm. um, I can say authenticity and autonomy. Yeah. Um, I think the workplace is like the perfect playground for showing your true colors for yes. better or for worse. Mm -hmm. It's where our unresolved issues will surface based on triggers we may encounter from, from others that we're working with, mm -hmm. whether that's from, you know, clients, project challenges that come up, dealing with feedback and criticism, you know, the list goes on. We always have the power in us to choose how we're going to react. And if at that moment in time, we're not so sure of ourselves or who we are, um, we'll let those challenges get the best of us and cause us to react in unfavorable ways. Um, you know, we live in such a fast-paced modern age that people don't take the time to pause and think about this. And as leaders, Um, we need to show that it's okay to say, let me think about this so I can give you my best response yeah. and show up as my best self. Instead of instead of just letting your emotions or like your subconscious oh, mind yeah. run the That's show important. for you <laughs> and get the best of you in that moment. Yeah, and also to be conscious of like a leader doesn't have to know everything. Like you said, like, oh, let me take a day. Let me think about it so I can give you my best answer. I'm just not going to give you whatever comes to my mind or right now. So, yeah, I think that's really important. And then just be kind of humble, right? I think from what you're describing, I, I will say like someone who's also caring. Now, going into the topic of authenticity. So I love how you mentioned bringing yourself to work um, that you, you'll eventually like uh, show your through colors, right? So... Do you have any personal experiences related to bringing your true self to work 
or helping others to do the same? I would say, you know, currently I'm, I work in the leadership team um, of a purpose-led organization. And that has allowed me to um, be in a position where I can create my own schedule, have autonomy to focus on what matters most to me. And that's a big win. Um, some of the, th it's been a true gift and a thrill to be forming and rolling out policies and benefits that have the, you know, people's well-being at the heart of them. And so um, just being showing up as myself has, I think, landed me a spot to be the one that's looking after people's well-being. Mm -hmm. um, and that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't brought my whole self yeah. to the table. If I would have just brought, you know, work hard and, and what, you know, showing up in a way that I think people want me to show up versus mm -hmm. just showing up as this is what I think we should do. Um, and so just again, going back to being honest with yourself yeah. and speaking your speaking up. Speaking up, yeah. Yeah, I love that because, I mean, if you come to work and then you just pretend to be someone that it's not really you, just because sometimes, and I feel like mostly as a woman, we try to be strong, we have to not smile too much, we have to be firm, we have to... But also finding the right workplace that allows you to be your true self, that's important because maybe some places you might be considered, right? Like not you personally, but like as a woman who smiles or who's caring, like might be considered weak, right? And so which is not the case. Caring in, um, yeah, caring, it's just not a sign of weakness. But sadly, in our society... It is not that way. <laughs> exactly. Especially as, um, you know, a woman who shares a leadership seat with other women, it is always a fine balance of showing that you care and giving that empathetic touch while also not coming off when you are direct, coming off as, oh, that's mean, or why are they bossy. being so strict <laughs> and bossy when you're just trying to be a human among other you know the other gender and and unfortunately we we're still we'll start we're still trying to figure that out yeah you know? yeah but definitely it's important like you said being bring your true self to a workplace where, where you also feel confident that you can bring yourself right because it might be not the case but uh, we're talking that it is the case now so it is uh you kind of start finding your way into like okay i started here But now I'm doing something else that it's really my calling or I really have this purpose of helping people. And then you kind of navigate through different sections or sectors and you really find yourself at work. Exactly. I, I agree with that. And I think that even though like something that I have found just in life in general that really applies to your career is that it it's normal. Mm -hmm for it to change and evolve over time. Mm, yeah. um, even when you're doing the same type of field in the career, um, that can evolve too. Um, you know, maybe the focus might change and that's completely okay. And I know um, there's so many people out there that have so many different interests. Mm -hmm. um, of course, you bring the core of yourself to those interests. Um, so you're your essence is still there but mm -hmm. it's okay to have these shifts and and evolutions in your career 
Yes, 100%. Um, can you share any of the challenges you have faced and how you um, overcame them? Well, I can tell you one thing that's kind of related to to what we're talking about, you know, mm -hmm. kind of bringing your whole self to work is I had one boss um, a while back where her advice to me was just fake it till you make it, you know. Yep. And I was like, but this this doesn't feel right. <laughs> you know, like I, I get that so many people do that, but mm -hmm. I just thought there has to be something different yep. than going about this. And, um, you know, fast forward to to more present times, you know, um, the mentors that I have in my life will say very different otherwise. Um, you know, it's it's um, the leaders that you have in your life and the mentors can really Important. affect your career. Oh, yeah. And it's up to, you know, when you hear all kinds of advice, good and bad, you know, take what resonates and leave the rest. Mm -hmm. I took that advice for me to seek, like, there has to be something other than faking it till you make it because I just did not feel good with me. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you hear it, like, fake it until you make it. It sounds like you're lying to yourself right like and you're lying to everyone else but it i think it had some, it of course it has some truth from it like believing in yourself until you're up there like until you're to the top until you are where where you belong or you want to be at maybe the phrase and it's a little bit incorrect that we're like yeah whatever it doesn't make sense and i don't resonate with it but yeah just and i love that um just to take what resonates with you because Everyone's going to have a comment. Everyone, everyone's going to have feedback, whatever. But only what really calls your soul, it's what you're taking. You know, like, yeah, this is what I'm taking. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and now to conclude, um, if you were to write a book, what would it be about? And in which chapter will you currently be in? This is a life goal for mine is to write a book. Mm -hmm. um, I still don't know what I would write about um, exactly. Um But I do know I journal a lot and I always think one day these journals in 2300, <laughs> you know, whatever wow. the year, they'll be like, wow, this girl was like, you know, this this woman was really going through all kinds of things. Um, but in this particular chapter, I, I would say uh, when they find my journals and they're in a museum, somewhere, <laughs> um, they would be reading about how. I'm learning to let go of control and trusting um, trusting more in and in leaning into the unknown, trusting my body um, and also just learning patience. You know, as as a, a people will say that I'm one of the most patient people that they've met. And that is true. But I have also learned that um, there are some aspects that I have found that I would love to control and sometimes there's certain things that are just out of the control and just learning to go with the flow and yeah. let things happen as they should and and be okay with that. Yes, 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 because it's your life journey and you just have to enjoy it and be okay with it. All the things you're learning, all the things you're experiencing, discovering, that's beautiful. Um, so what are some projects or goals we can expect from Paola in the near future? So I would really love to use my hypnosis tools and certification uh, to heal. Like I think at the end of, you know, when I breathe my last breath, as one of my mentors says, um, I want to be 
a healer. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the moment, I don't necessarily want to make a business for profit out of it. Um, again, at least not in this moment in time, but I would like to use funds generated from from that mm-hmm. to help others, you know, maybe fund don- specific donations, fund scholarships for underprivileged kids, pay it forward for those that would otherwise not have access to yeah. wellness and personal development, mm-hmm. because that's, it is very expensive nowadays, um, or it has always been pretty expensive, and I would like to make it more accessible um, to everyone, you know, especially to those that would want to do that, but wouldn't have the financial resources to do so. So that would be like my little, um, um, yeah, I guess a giant pay it forward um, avenue, if you will. Yeah, it's like you're giving back, right, to your community, to people, to, I, it for me, it sounds like that's your mission, that's your purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds beautiful. Um, well, thank you very much for your time today. It was lovely to hear from you and your experiences and everything you've done so far. Thank you. We, um, I wish you all the best. Thanks, Maylin. This was great.